Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Welcome to the Believe in NFL Draft Prospect Podcast Spotlight Interview. Now joining the show with me today is Mr. Clark Phillips, the third star cornerback out of the University of Utah. I always love talking to Utah guys, uh, Coach Whittingham and Coach Scally over there. They play the correct brand of football, always develop guys to the next level, whether it's guys like Marcus Williams and Jalen Johnson, especially on the defensive back end. Fantastic football players. Talking to the next guy, only a true sophomore technically, redshirt freshman with, with the obviously the, the um, COVID year attached and only the ability, availability to play a few games. Clark, appreciate you, man, uh, hopping in. How's everything going for you, brother? Man, really, really good. Again, thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Everything's going good. We're uh, far down the season now. We're trying to finish out with a bang, finish out strong. Absolutely, man. And, and uh, hopefully we're getting out this interview the week that, right after beating Oregon, man. Like I, we were talking a little bit, setting this up. Obviously, you guys had a really big outing and you guys dominated. I think it was 38-7 to final. It was a I think it was – I would say that that was a statement game for the University of Utah. I know that, you know, obviously Oregon was the number three team in the country. What was it like, man? Big stage, big moment, and you guys came out and played a great game uh, offensively and defensively. Man, it was great. It was it was special to see uh, us play as a full team. You know, I feel like everything was clicking from offense to defense. Structurally, everyone was playing pretty technique sound, uh, assignment sound, football – and you saw the outcome, man. I, big shout out to the fan base, man. I feel like they played a big part in that. Um, definitely got the best fans in the nation, I feel like. And, you know, it was just a product of, you know, how hard that we worked all season, man. It was like, I feel like we knew that it was going to be a dog fight. And as soon as we stepped on the field, it was like, all right, we got to dominate these guys. And, man, when we looked up at the scoreboard after the game, we surprised ourselves. Yeah. And obviously, Oregon's a really good football team. So anytime you have a statement victory like that, it's – Fantastic. And you mentioned the fan base a little bit. And I want to ask you about Utah and that fan base. Obviously, yeah. you are a California kid. Um, if you look at the kind of the recruiting background, you're a four star, five star by every publication, every platform. And you were actually originally committed to Ohio State. So talk yeah. to me a little bit about just a little bit of the recruitment and why ultimately flipping to Utah was the best spot for you. So, yeah, man, great question. I, um, I was committed to Ohio State for quite some time during the recruiting process. Um, I felt like that was the place I was, you know, most comfortable with. That was a place where I was going to, you know, exceed or get me to the next level. And I was going to be developed as a player and as a young man. And so uh, going through the process, I looked for qualities like, you know, guys like my dad, you know, wanted to be a, be around a guy for three to four years that reminded me, reminded me of my dad. And for that, that was Jeff Halfley. That was, you know, uh, coached Ryan Day and they reminded me of my pops in the way that he was uh, just in their leadership roles and just how competitive that they were and how they did things. And so, you know, 
I was already talking to Coach Shaw, Shreve Shaw at uh, Utah. I was already talking to Coach Freddie Whittingham, and I felt like our relationship was really, really good. And so as soon as we got word later on down the line, probably about a month before the signing day, that uh, there was a possibility of a coaching change at Ohio State. Uh, it was no, it was no second, it was no uh, second thoughts about it. I was already talking to Utah, felt good about Coach Shaw. I'm like, this dude is like a carbon copy of my dad. This dude is like bald head and everything, you know. So now nah, I always tease Coach Shaw, and so now nah, they're they remind me of a, of each other a lot. And Coach Shaw is super competitive. Hearing great things about him, um, I knew the I knew what they were doing in the secondary. Knew what they do defensively. Um, it was an easy switch, easy transition. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't think I mean Clark. Obviously, like you were maybe going to go to Ohio State, which has produced great defensive backs. But I think quietly, maybe not so quietly anymore. Utah. I mean, again, Coach Winningham, one of the best defensive minds in the country. Coach Scally, who I've actually had the opportunity to kind of do a one-on-one interview with him a couple years back. We talked a little bit about just the defensive backs that have come through there. I mentioned, you know, Marcus Williams. I mentioned Jalen Johnson. There's a lot of great defensive backs that have come out of Utah. Can you talk to me a little bit about the lineage that has been created, a part of that Utah program, specifically in the secondary and just on the defensive side of the football in general? Yeah, man. You know, speaking of that, during the during my recruiting process, that's one thing that Coach uh, Winningham and Coach Shaw were very, very, very upfront about. You know, what they plan to do with their DBs, what they've already done, and you know what I could possibly be a part of. And so that was something that I, you know, even after my dad did his research, it was very apparent what 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 Utah does with defense and with defensive backs in, in particular. So it was easy to have confidence knowing that hey, I'm gonna go to a program where okay. I'm going to go and I'm going to be developed and then I'll have the possibility of going to the next level and dominating as well. And so now nah, it's definitely, it definitely gives me hope and, you know, makes me happy to see even those guys doing stuff at the next level. You know, they didn't just get there. Some of those guys are balling right now. And so, you know, a lot of them are starting and, and, and doing really, really good things. So it definitely, you know, it's, it's something, a bright light that is shined when you're, when you're watching them from this level. For sure. And, and I mean, you, you can even take it back to the early Coach Winningham days of like Eric Weddle. And there's just been yeah, so man. many. Sean Smith was a really good corner <laughs> there for a few years. Like there's just been so many guys. And, and I don't blame anybody, obviously, especially defensive back for wanting to play at Utah. So I um, kind of want to ask you, Clark, though, the so the 2020 season, I know, was obviously very difficult. Right. Pac-12 was yeah canceled due to COVID and then it comes back late. You only get to play a few football games. You as a freshman, how difficult was, you know, just kind of that abbreviated haphazard season and how excited were you just kind of get back to what is a more normal season now in 2021? Yeah, man, it was tough. You know, it was full of obstacles and challenges. I feel like 2020 was, was a year that, um, Really marked the development of our of our young uh, of our young defense. Not in that year, but you know the time after. And so I feel like now you're seeing a product of you know what we experienced in 2020 because um, it was tough. It was a tough year. It was a lot of it, what do we have? Ten new starters. Um, yeah. And it was, you know we had a lot of new guys out out there, including myself. Um, we took our lumps early in the season, man. We got better and better as the season went on. But, you know, I say as the season went on, but we only played five games. We didn't really get to see what it would be like, you know, at the back end of the season. So I'm grateful for it, man. 2020 was, was definitely a tough year, but I'm grateful that, um, you know, we got through it. And, um, you know, now we're now we're really starting to see, you know, what we what we what we're what we're capable of, what we're capable of. And um, also, um yeah, I'm just I'm just so excited for this team, man. The more I think about it, I'm like, wow, it's really been two years with this uh, new defense, you know. 
And and how how special is this team, Clark? Because I know you know you mentioned I can name a, a hundred guys from from rising a quarterback and Thomas the young running back and and Covey's still there for the millionth year and there's so many good football players and, and I really want to ask you about one specifically because I want to ask you about how special this team is and then I want you to give us a little insight into Devin Lloyd because that kid yeah. is all over He's the different day, every different. single week. Yeah, man. So first, first and foremost, not the team, man. We're, I feel like we've got, you know, a full puzzle, a complete puzzle. It took mm-hmm. us a little while to get on our feet, I felt like, and it took us a couple of games. We had a, you know, a rough start, I feel like, and um, a start that we didn't plan on having. And the team's grit, the team's courage and passion really showed, you know, throughout the season. We really just kept on playing. We stayed the course. And I feel like, um, you know, the team as a unit has really come together, you know. Now we're what you know going on week twelve, and I feel like um, we're we're strong as we're we're showing every single week you know the team that we're capable of being. You know we show we show glimpses of it last year, we showed glimpses of it earlier in the season, and now we're starting to play as a unit. Man, and Devin, that dude is just he's everything that you want in your in your linebacker. Field general, um, competitive, uh, passionate. And then just a playmaker. That dude, and then in the biggest in the biggest games, he's made some of the biggest plays. So I feel like um, you couldn't ask for more from that guy. Absolutely. And and I want to ask you now, you know, kind of just looking at, at your film, because obviously you put a lot of good moments in 2020 in the in the short in the small amount of games this year. I mean, I told you before I started, and I will put this out in the universe, I don't care. You might be the best corner I've watched on film, just you know, in, in the last calendar you know calendar year like honestly you have just put on some phenomenal film in 2021 talk to me a little bit about the development in your game obviously not playing a ton in 2020 as a freshman we already talked about that but what are what do you feel like have been the biggest growth in your game since you stepped foot on utah um for me i feel like it's just been um i needed experience i needed better uh discipline you know the cornerback position is 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 based around discipline, uh, from eye discipline to, you know, knowing your assignment, executing. And then it comes down to also playmaking. Sometimes you've got to be able to take those risks and sometimes they're going to, you know, they're going to they're gonna be the difference in a game. And so I feel like um, my ability uh, has really increased this year from last year in terms of just playing within the system, playing within the scheme, and then also uh, playing my game, you know, because I came here, I knew that they played a lot of man. I really wanted to be part of a defense. I did that. Um, also, with that being said, learning how to play, you know, a lot more zones, different types of zones. I understood it before I got here, but, you know, coming into a system where you got Coach Scally and then you got Coach Shaw, those guys are super, you know, focused on the details. And so they they really develop. And, and coming here, it's, it's super encouraging because those guys have made sure that I take the strides necessary to to accomplish it, you know, to, 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 to meet the goals weekly that I needed to meet um, for me. And then he, also for the team, they, they, they stay on us, man. And they stay on me. And so I'm just grateful for those guys, man. And I'm grateful for the development that I've got actually, uh, you know, been able to get throughout the season as well. Before we continue on with this discussion, folks, I do want to tell you about bet online today's sponsors. Our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. Don't forget that the MLB is back. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. 
It's super easy to get started. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And that, that's why I love the Utah defense so much. Like you said, there's such a variety of different coverages. Like when you talk about defensive backs coming out, they have literally seen that, done that to the highest of levels. So yep. that's one thing that really impresses me about you. And, and this next question, I'm a big I'm a big comp guy. I love player comps. I absolutely love it. I'm going to give you one on yourself that is – it's a, it's it's a little mean of me to put this much pressure on you, but when I watch you play, this is who I see, stylistically speaking. Obviously, it's not like I'm not predicting you to be one of the best corners of all time, although I think you're incredibly talented. So just putting that out there for a second. Um, I appreciate that. I wrote down the name Daryl Rivas. And mm. you, I like I see it. Like you're not the biggest guy in the world, but like you play so much bigger than that. You can literally play. You can put yourself on an island, man-to-man all day, but then instincts in zone, I see it, and there's a competitiveness to that that's just that's something that you can't quantify. Like, I can measure you all day. I can measure Daryl all day, who was a sub-six-foot guy, and I could say, like, these are the numbers. This is what, you know, is tangible. But then that competitive factor, you can't quantify that. So, first of all, opinion of that comp, and can after that, can you give me some of your guys that maybe you like to watch, that maybe you model a little bit after yourself? Man, I appreciate that, man, and it's crazy because I actually studied Darrell Revis. I studied him for years, and I still actually watch his film. I watch his cut-ups against, you know, uh, just every receiver, even in his later career, even later in his career when, you know, everyone called him old man and Darrell Revis seeing all this stuff, and uh, he was getting ran by and everything, but no, I definitely I appreciate that man because that that's that's one of the greatest, and I feel like um you know like you said his competitive nature is something that I definitely took from his game, uh, his ability to be physical, uh, even being what they say an undersized DB, um, yeah. you know it, it was special, and his ability to just continue to compete to make plays at the highest level was super special. Now, who I I really tried to model my game after, I'd say I picked from everyone. Um, I love Deion Sanders and the way that he took the ball. Um, now he did that like no other. I feel like I loved uh, I love Marshawn Lattimore. I study him um, just because he's got that streak, you know, that 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 mean streak. He's super competitive, and his man coverage is flawless. Um, yeah, and then I also love I also, his, I also sorry love, not to cut you off. I was just gonna say Marshawn's foot quickness too. His click and close is just absurd too. Just want to throw it's that ridiculous. In there. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. I also love Jeff Okuda. Um, I'll just li- highlight one part of his game. I love the way that in zone coverage he comes down and and, and really attacks the run. Jalen okay. Ramsey, fine. I'll close it with Jalen Ramsey. He speaks for himself, and now he's got all the hype, and everyone's gonna be like, "Wow, you just of course you say Jalen Ramsey." But I love you know the way that he gets his hands on and man press um, and man coverage, and the way that he's just you know tenaciously just physical and you know, persistent. He's persistent with the way that he attacks receivers, attacks running backs. And, you know, seeing him transition to playing nickel at first, when he moved inside, I was like, okay, no way this dude's going to do that. And then seeing him dominate at, the, at that position as well is special. Uh, not, a lot of, not a lot of guys can do that. So, nah, yeah, man, absolutely. those are some guys that I study and I study to this day. Well, I, I love that. I love that excerpt too on Rams because I was the same way. I'm actually a Rams fan, so I watch them every single week. And when I saw that he was, you know, kind of moving inside and even playing some safety at times, I'm like, I don't really like that man. The man on the inside, yeah. the long legged guy, you know, like, <laughs> where's the where's the quickness factor it's there? A different but, world. 
yeah, but when you're a great football player, I guess you're a great football player wherever you wherever you put them. And I don't blame you at all for the Ramsey things. If at any corner right now, I expect to say Jalen Ramsey. Any defensive tackle, I expect to say Aaron Donald. Like those are just some yeah. of the guys. You know what I mean? You so, got to mention them when you you know you got to mention them. <laughs> absolutely, man. Like you have to. And, and and again, Clark, I really appreciate the time, man. Only a couple more questions for you. The, the next step I want to talk about. First and foremost, the end of this season, coming off a big win. What are some goals that you have from a team perspective, from an individual perspective? What's going to make this the perfect ending to the season? Um, perfect ending, man. First and foremost, we got we got to get roses. We want to be in the Rose Bowl. We want to we want to win the Pac-12 championship, um, and then we want to we just want to beat everyone in front of us. And so, you know, whereas we we, we may have had some losses, um, some things like that, we still believe that we're the best team. And I feel like uh, the team's confidence is at an all-time high right now. You know, with us getting that big win, we just want to close it out with a bang. We want to close it out strong. Um, personally, I want to, uh, you know, I wrote down some goals at the beginning of the season. I want to be all Pac-12, everything. Um, of course, I want to be first team. And I want to, uh, you know, really just start, continue to make my mark. I want to take the ball more. I want to take the ball in these big next, next couple of games. If I, you know, if I'm throwing that, I want to, you know, be able to make an impact with getting my hands on the ball. And so that's something that I want to do. And then, um, you know, just want to continue to lead my, lead my uh, young corner group, man, because I feel like we're really, really special. And I want to continue to um, grow as a, as a DB unit and as a defense. want to show everybody, you know, what we're, what we're about and what we're part of. And I, I saw a crazy stat. I think I posted on that graphic about you. The 12, you've given up 12 yards playing outside since week seven or some crazy number like that. Yeah. For you now, now that you're already – I mean, because, yes, you, you want to make all pack. I get that. You want to make all American, all that. I think that that stuff is is genuinely in the in the future, obviously, and especially the pack this year. But for you as a player – what do you feel like? And we talked about some of the obviously the improvements that you've had since you stepped foot on campus. For you, what is the next step from Clark Phillips to not only be one of the best corner potentially in the pack, but to be considered the best in the nation? Like, what are some things that you feel like could separate you down the road now? Oh man, great question. I feel like um, big thing for me is just going to be consistency. You know, just doing it week in, week out, um, and then just. I feel like also taking the ball, that was something that I did in high school, something I did earlier. Um, even, I, I mean, I've got two pick sixes in my career at Utah, but mm-hmm. I just feel like just continuing to take the ball, continuing to take the ball and then continuing to uh, show the show the intelligence and in, in zone because they. I feel like they know that we can play man now. We've, we've done a lot of that and we're going to continue to do that as a part of our defense, but I'm um, continuing to have great eyes and zone. And then, um, yeah, man, just being consistent. I feel like that's the theme of our defense, theme of our uh, theme of, of every great corner. You got to be consistent. You got to do your job uh, week in and week out, man. And I just want to make plays at the biggest level. And I feel like you know, with us making it to the championship, uh, with us playing in big games, uh, we got to. This is just the perfect time to show that, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And kind of my last question for you is: I know that we're. You as a, as a second year player here, you're not eligible until 2023. You could go 2024, you can go 2025. Like who knows yeah. when you're ultimately going to make the jump, but just kind of looking forward for a second. Obviously I'm a guy that thinks that you're going to be highly coveted whenever you do make that jump. First and foremost, how long has that been a dream for you to potentially play professional football? And when it does happen, just what type of blessing would that be for you? Man, uh, it, it's been, it's been a dream of mine since the moment I picked up a football. <clears throat> I always wanted to uh, change my the, change the life of my family, um, and my dad's always kept that goal in mind. He's always made sure that I knew that it was possible from the moment I picked up a football before I was even double-digit age numbers. 
You know, he always made sure that I felt like, hey, this is possible. You just got to work. And he was always brutally honest as well. Hey, if you're not working hard enough, you won't ever get there. If you don't do the things, you know, consistency, uh, consistently that uh, you need to do, you won't ever get there. And so I've always kept that in the back of my mind and, you know, kept it close to the vest as well. Um, and just knowing that I got to do everything that I that I can do and put everything on the field that I want to put on in terms of film so that I can get there. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I – I just I can't. That's something that I that I think about every day. I'm like, uh, am I doing what I what I promised? Am I doing what I said I would do? And you know, that's why I'm I'm in the facility right now watching some film, man. But uh, no, I just uh, you know I ask myself every day that I do enough, you know. And so that's one of the big you know things that I uh, that I think about every day in terms of the NFL. Yeah. What was well, the second question? Uh, just how much of a blessing it would be, man. It's huge blessing. You know, like I said earlier, I just want to really want to change the lives of my family. Um, my dad always tries to uh, take away the unnecessary pressure. Now he talks, now what we talk about, he's like, dude, I don't want to put pressure on you. I don't want you to feel like, hey, like we, like, you know, you have to do that. And I'm, I'm like, dad, I promised it, you know, and that's what I tell him. Like, uh, we talked about this when I was, what, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Every year I can remember, you know, I, we talked about this and this was something that I said I'd do. And so I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it, at, you know, at the, at the best level and at the highest level. And so it's something that I, that I, you know, always have in the back of my mind when I come up to this facility, man. I love it. Well, again, Clark Phillips III, defensive back out of Utah. Number eight, if you haven't checked them out yet, NFL draft fans, college football fans, make sure to get your eyes on the Utah defense and Clark specifically sometime soon. Clark, really appreciate you again, man. Squeezing me in during some film time, but um, awesome just to get a little bit of the backstory, brother. And I really appreciate all the time today. Thank you, man, for having me, man. I'll talk to you soon. I appreciate it. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.